Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? It's Third Shift time. Welcome back to Third Shift episode 192. That I, I screwed up the intro. I don't know. There you go. It's me. I'm Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm the f-ing man. I'm the best. I'm the greatest man who's ever lived. That's my usual intro. There we go. I remember. Back on the horse. I'm in a f-ing mood. Eric's all grumpy. He's over there. He's my co-host. He's the light bear. He's the light bear bringer. The Beastmaster Eric. And so it's going to be a great episode, Eric. We're going to start it out like we always do. How was your week, dude? Uh, I went to work and did work. And then I went home and I did things. And a story, COVID-19. What is your week like, Mr. Matt? <laughs> Well, fuck it, I'm talking about all the games that I played, because I wrote down like seven games over here. I played a little game called Gone Home, fun little game, it was a cute little thing, walked around, did some narrative stuff, I appreciated the, like the, they had like the director's commentary type little bubbles afterwards too, going through hearing some cool stuff, some boring stuff, it's just a fun little time, like a two hour game like we said before, that's fun, playing Animal Crossing New Horizons, that's always good. Also got back into Tetris 99 because they had a Ring Fit theme you could unlock if you played enough games of Tetris 99. That game's crazy. It's wild and it's fun. I get some top fives and then I go out at like 882 sometimes just because you have no idea who's going to be jacking you up. And then, let's see, Persona 5 Royal, always good, always fun. Then playing, just today, I started playing Enter the Gungeon and I started playing Rogue Legacy. Two little roguelike games. You know, they've been sitting on my console forever. I was like sitting there going, I don't have enough time to stream Persona. And I'm just in a just a weird mood of I don't know what to play. So started up with Enter the Gungeon first. I was like, yeah, this is cool. This is fun. Made a few, you know, layers down in there. Saved and quit. And then I went, I'm going to have some more fun in a different way. Played Rogue Legacy. Got my ass kicked. And started building up my little, my little town outside. So, having some fun with those, and uh, that's pretty much it. That was my week. Do you want to actually put some put some games in on your week, dude? No, I'm good. Uh, but we did play this weekend some Borderlands 3. And that, we did do that. That yeah. was awesome. We got to play a whole bunch of that. Went for hours upon hours doing the cartel stuff, going against old Joey mm-hmm. Ultraviolet, getting through the different, you know, you got the three mock-ups. So, we went through those. I, honestly, I had some beers. I, don't, I, th- I know we did two. Probably did all three, I'd imagine. It started to get fuzzy at the third one, so uh, I can't be sure if we did three. I'm pretty sure we failed to do almost any side quest but, like, one. No, we we definitely did three runs. I don't know if we got back to the, oh, man, I I had it and I lost it, the the Molly Wan-looking dudes. I don't know if it was them or if it re-rolled. Crypto, the crypto runners. Yeah, yeah, the crypto sec. I think it might have re-rolled the tiny ones again for our third playthrough because we'd see all... We had both seen all three, but it was a good time regardless. It was great. Oh, yeah. Got a whole bunch of awesome guns, too. That uh, The Lucian's Call. I don't even know if it's a meta gun or where it rates at in the uh, good to go, but in my books, that gun is fantastic. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I got a really nice anointed uh, Thorns, which I'm having fun with. Got a Maggie, of course. So mm-hmm. the guns, guns-wise, I'm doing really good. I still need to get some good grenades, mods, etc., yeah. But uh, I honestly need to do a little research, figure out what's going to be the best for what I'm trying to do with the mod section of that, and go find that. The shield I'm good with. So I'm I'm building 
mows back up. You know, we're we're getting her back on where I want her to be. She's starting to pop damage off. We were only doing mayhem too, mm-hmm. uh, but we were smoking it. I think we could have easily probably popped it up a couple. Oh yeah, and then still we're going through pretty smooth. But you know, obviously we're having beers, just having fun, and legendaries were dropping like candy anyway. So yep. it was a win-win for that night. Yeah, definitely. You were talking about your build and all your equipment. I definitely need to get in and find some legendary shields that roll like good numbers because anytime I get a legendary shield, it's like less than half my current capacity. It'll be like a level 57 with like 10,000 shield and I'm rolling with at least like 26 now. You know, plus a little bit with, you know, the other things I wear, but I'm like, why would I? I can't put this on. I literally cannot put this on. So I'm rolling with either a blue or a purple shield just because the capacity is actually stacked to what my actual health is and actually makes sense to wear. So yeah, I got to go farm for some legendary shields to get some cool effects and also hopefully roll some decent capacity. But that was us individually this week. Together as a team this week, we did IG2G episode 77. Some good releases in there. Some stuff I really want to play. And then we had a fun little conversation on the, the state of the world right now. Just kind of did it, yeah. Just a little catch up, a little talkaroo there. I enjoyed it. Now, of course, the releases are games I really want to play, but they're also the ones where I'm like, well, I should play those and I want to play those, but there's so much happening, money, blah, 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 blah. And it, it always, I say it all the time, it sucks when I see those because it's like, man, in a different world, I would play these games 100%. Yeah. But unfortunately, the way the world goes, I just don't have the time for all these games. So unfortunately, I get to watch them, check them out for a little bit, talk about them real quick for all of you. And then watch them disappear into the sunset and go, maybe someday if just the world turns and you come to me free or something happens, I'll play you. And and one of my releases is a is a mostly couch co-op game, so I can never play it. Like, you can play it solo, but what's the point when you don't yeah. have two of you running around being crazy? So I'm like, wow, that's so cool. I really want to play it. What can I do? Like, play it at lunch, maybe, with you or Howard? For 15 minutes and then go, ah, that one level was cool. Uh, bye. Nah. Mm-hmm. Eh, nah. It's more fun than you think, but it's also not as fun as you'd hope. Yeah. Doing that. When you play for like one time a week with somebody or whatever for like 30, 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. It, it's worth doing ultimately, but it's but definitely for, frustrating. But not for a full game price either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Not for a full game price. Because it's like you want to get in there and you want to really just you know, have that big bite and have fun with it. Mm-hmm. But it's such small little snaps and tidbits and tidbits and tidbits. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, this game is, I guess, the inf- infinite infinite game. I'm never going to beat. I'm never going to finish. It would just be a, something we do for all eternity. I was going to say, especially if it was you and me playing it. If it was me and Howard, I'd be like, all right, it's a little, little snap bit thing that I do with Howard. But when I play games with you, we play for hours and hours and drink beers and have fun. If we're like, all right, man, plug in. Here's the controller. All right, all right, we're pretty much done. Okay, see ya. That's not, it doesn't, no, that's doesn't not flow what we in my do. brain. No. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It would be weird. And it's sad, though, because, you know, there's so many games. We never even got to play River City Girls, you know? Yeah. Which I still think about that game to this day and want to mm-hmm. play it. But I'm just like, well, when, where, how? And I'm not going to play it by myself because the point of that game is to be mm-hmm. with a friend, grabbing the chains, kicking butt, throwing tires at the gang members. That's mm-hmm. that's the fun. And it's just, I, it's, obviously, this is the talk about random games podcast, but it still <laughs> baffles me that they don't that they didn't put in online co-op. Whether it was mm-hmm. built for it or like put it in as a patch, unless they stealth snuck it in. I've never heard about it. How could you not? Especially in this day, a day and age of COVID nineteen, how could you not patch in couch or online co op? Come on, 
Because in a heartbeat, I would have gotten it. Mm. And we would have oh, played yeah. it. And it would have been great. Yeah. And then somebody, before we move on, I just want to say, somebody's got to take a cue from freaking Wolfenstein Youngblood mm. and make it so when you buy a copy, you can share if it's a co-op game. Yes. Let the buddy come in and play with you. They don't, you know, no trophies, no anything, no bonuses, mm. but they can play with you. Because it is it is just irritating that all the time, oh, hey, why don't you play this game with me? I don't know, man. Sounds kind of cool. Yeah, go buy it. I don't know, bro. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I'd play it with you, but I don't want to spend 60 bucks. I mean, Cause I think, oh, okay, well, then game never gets bought, never gets played. Because I think only one game has ever done that. And I did buy that game. We haven't played it yet, but we haven't had a, you know, a night for a way out. But yeah, those are like the only two games other than, you know, like a Steam sale where they, you buy the one and it gives you the, the bundle for your buddy, but it's not, it's not what they normally uh-huh. do. So, no. I mean, like we said a million times, if they gave, like, if you charge 10 extra bucks for the buddy bundle pass, oh, I, I'd throw it, you 30 bucks. There you uh-huh. go. Boom. Yeah, I would start doing that all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time with all the co op games so we could be having just a plethora of fun yeah. to be had all the time. It'd be great. And speaking of fun to be had, <laughs> speaking of fun to be had, sir, we received another, yet one more, Talented Tuesday art challenge art prompt from our our discord user slbsrd who asked us to draw something from the revenge of the cartels dlc whether it's a tiny person or a fire person or a, i already lost it again the infosec people i don't even know whatever it's gonna be some of us are gonna draw some cool things crypto sec god damn it come on man but regardless of what it is we're going to be drawing something, whether it's going to be this Tuesday or next Tuesday. Keep an eye out for it and send in your own art. We'll post it up and we'll be like, wow, we're we're pretty good. These jokers are pretty uh, pretty bad, though. Ha, ha, ha. So send in your art and get made fun of by us on the air, live. That sounds pretty promising. I like this idea. And I think everybody else should, too, mm-hmm. for sure. Now, I know you might not have heard of this, Matt, because you're not really familiar with the internet, but... Twitch, it's this program which like you stream and uh-huh. like people watch you play video games and uh-huh. stuff. And then there's this other thing that's called Amazon. You go on there and you can buy products. Why would I buy then, something from Brazil from the rainforest? I know. Uh, it's from the Amazon. Sense. What's in the Amazon? I don't even it's understand. Like, there's water. There's piranhas in it. What am I going to buy, buy a true. piranha or and a monkey? Jeez. Maybe bananas, mangoes, whatever kind of fruit is you know. In I that can get area. that from Whole Foods at the store. Jeez. That's true. That's true. Well. If you want to do all these things and you want to become a Prime member, which is, I guess, some kind of special member of Amazon. What? Yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. It's weird. If you do all those things, you get that Twitch, you go on Amazon, you get the Prime thing, whatever that is. Borderlands 3 wants to give you three. Yeah, you you said it right. Three golden keys and some heads that look like die. And I think they're called like roll the die heads or something. It's crazy. Role player heads. Okay, role player heads. There you go. That makes more sense. Because isn't there some web series called role player? Isn't that why they have like the little... Mayhaps. I don't know. All I saw was like the five-sided die thing going on Mm -hmm. and it's square shaped and then role player. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I don't know. You know, I told you, man, I don't even know what Amazon is. So you think I'm going to know what kind of some weird thing that these guys are talking about? Is <laughs> crazy. You're out of your mind. No, obviously, I don't know either because I asked the question. <laughs> but I feel like Role Player is some kind of webcomic or web webtoon type thing. Maybe they're... Maybe- 
because I said like all the all the dice heads have like little bunny ears sticking off of them, kind of. So maybe that's what the characters look like in that. But like you said, if you do all those things, you're basically getting free stuff in Borderlands Three. If you're already signed up for the Twitch Prime and the Amazon Prime and got all the stuff, might as well put in the you know you don't even have to put in the code. You just go to the page and link your account to your account, and then they boop up, and then you get it in your little mailbox. So why not do it? Because it's free stuff. And why not get some shift codes for Golden Keys in Borderlands 2 and Borderlands 3? Hit up the Twitter, the Reddit, the forums, the Instagram. Hit up your preferred shift code provider. Get yourself some free loot. I know Randy Pitchford gave away like 10 Golden Keys in Borderlands 3. I don't know if they're still activated yet because guess what? Guess what? I didn't do it. You know... I've been, I've been I've been real bad lately. I've not been doing it. <laughs> and it, it came to me the other day. I was sitting there thinking about it. And you know, I used to love hoarding the keys. I used to love getting them and hoarding them. I never used them. I just like to have the keys, just so I could always laugh about having five thousand keys. Yeah. This time around, I still have a bunch of keys, mm-hmm. but I also don't use them, and the joke kind of isn't there anymore. So I'm like, what? There's really no point to be getting these keys at all. <laughs> You're like. <laughs> You're like a dragon who got your first hoard of, of gold, and then you just sat mm-hmm. on it, and you grew to this big, giant dragon big, on this little, on this little pile. Because you never went out and got more. It's just, I got it. It's fine. Yep. It's oversized. It doesn't make sense. I don't even understand why I have this little treasure anymore. <laughs> no. I'm like, I got all the things I need. Uh, what's this treasure for? Why do I have yeah. these keys anymore? You're supposed to spend them, people. That's, yeah. the, that's the moral of the story. Get the damn keys. And immediately go to Sanctuary, pop them in, mm-hmm. see what you get. If you get a bunch of trash, oh well, sell it all off. Get some money and keep go playing. But maybe you'll get an awesome legendary that's annoying with the best rolls ever. And that's the purpose of it. Don't be like me and just get keys and never use them and then forget why you're even bothering with it. Or like Matt, who just doesn't even participate at all. I was going to say, definitely don't be like me, who has the bad Borderlands luck, and as soon as you open it up, you're like, oh, I know that it's, it has a possibility for legendaries, and it always says no to me. It won't say no to you out there in Borderlands world, because I know it. I've seen the pictures. I think I've seen Eric even open one and say, hey, legendaries for Mr. Eric out of the Golden Key. So you out there in podcast land, you aren't me. So you won't have the horrible luck. So you will get a legendary. If you pop in those 10 golden keys, I guarantee you'll get one. Guaranteed Matt stamp of guarantee approval. That's it. Boom. There you go. 100%. 100%. Matt guarantees it. You're going to go out there and get yourself a legendary. So definitely do so. We told you about the keys. We've told you about the Twitch Prime, which gets you three keys and the heads. Whew, man, we're trucking along. This is like, I feel like I'm on a motorboat today. I know. It's, it's, it's like zooming now. But hey, speaking of, you know, oh, man, come on. <clears throat> Boom. Yeah, we're motoring on today. We're motorboating on. <laughs> oh, God, Jesus. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just talked about a magical box you can open up and get awesome treats from. So I got to say. <laughs> so I got to give a shout That's out. That's That's terrible. That's terrible. <sighs> so I got to give a shout out to Gearbox because it made me sad, but at the same time, it made me go. Looks, here's another instance of Gearbox doing the right thing. Obviously, all of them have been working from home. You know, everyone possible has been working from home over there. But I think it was Kyle Stevenson posted up on Twitter. He went, hey, I just got this box in the mail from Gearbox, a little, like, working from home, like, uh, care package from them. And it had, like, a little banner with a psycho leaning over a desk, and it said, like, working outside the box on it. It came with, like, you know, chips and pops and kind of that kind of stuff. And then a really, really cool... 
little puzzle, and I don't I don't think it was like a complex puzzle, but it was like the like the psycho mask in like a stained glass window. Mm-hmm. And you know, they a lot of them had shots of them all put it together. So cool. So awesome. So good on that you. That was fantastic. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And don't forget, they had the toilet paper, man. That's the most important part. Oh, yep, yep, okay? yep, 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 yep. They had a roll of toilet paper in there for them. So Gosh darn it. Congratulations. Kudos to you, Gearbox. Treating your folks right at home while mm. this whole situation still ongoing and ongoing and ongoing. I thought that was neat. And I kept looking in the mailbox looking for my my, <laughs> my business's care package to me. Uh-huh. But it never came. It never came. <laughs> Sad banana face. I was going to say something, but... <laughs> I made the rule. <laughs> I yelled about it before the show. I'm not talking about That's it. That's right. That's it. No. <laughs> so that was a nice surprise. Speaking of surprises, we also got news that a Brothers in Arms TV series is in the works. So the show runner is going to be Scott Rosenbaum, who also has worked on a couple of other major things. I didn't have them written down here, but they did say that in the in the grand scheme of things, this is not very far along. You know, initial production. They're still looking for directors and cast. Nothing's really laid out. They've kind of given the the bare bones of the story, which was kind of like an experimental pre-D-Day mission that went wrong. So they're kind of going into that. So kind of an interesting read if you find that article. Obviously, we retweeted it from our Twitter account. You can find it, I believe, from Gearbox as well. If you're looking for details on who that showrunner is, what he's been from, and then the details kind of of that that World War II hist- kind of untold history of this little operation that they're kind of gonna gonna build from and tease out, definitely go check that out. It was a cool article. It got me excited because I love me some brothers in arms. But where's my game at? Now, I would say I was excited, but that'd be a lie. I don't watch war movies. I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy shows with war stuff. I don't enjoy anything basically military at all. So I went really cool for Gearbox, but I completely wrote it off. Yeah, just went okay. Bye bye. Have fun. Farewell. So I can't really contribute. I apologize, everybody. But I will say <laughs> I'm very excited for those of you who are excited for this wonderful show to come out. And then he should he did the Shield, Chuck, uh, V, Gang Related, and Queen of the South. Queen of the South, that's the one that was uh-huh. recent that I that I couldn't remember. I remembered V, but I was like... V was really good. But, but I was like, I know there's another one that's more recent that people also were talking about being pretty good. But uh-huh. I never had a chance to watch either show, so... Hey, word of mouth is good. He's a good guy. Glad to have him aboard. Cause I, I kind of go back and forth on war stuff. I like some. I don't like. So, I don't like others. So hopefully this is one of those ones that kind of hooks me. They've been talking about you know, having one thing they did talk about in that article, which I thought was kind of cool, is they're talking about having perspectives from both sides. Not you know like. <laughs> But just like how war the war affects German citizens, you know, the German people on the other side. So uh-huh. which you know, it's usually just, hey, it's Americans and those dirty Nazis over there and that's it. So it could be interesting to kind of see both sides of this operation and what happened there. Should be cool. For sure. Either way, because it's part of my well, my hobby, I guess, not job, mm-hmm. I will go check it out. I will watch it once it does hit. And uh, that way I can talk to you about it instead of just going, okay, Matt, cool, and then move it on. There's this thing and it went boom, and then drove the tank, and it was one of them cool things. Yeah. Sounds great. I don't know. Wow. (laughs) Anyways, what uh, what happened with those patch notes? (laughs) 
This was supposed to be the Brothers in Arms show, dude. We I, yeah, remember we were going to talk about it all the time if it ever did happen. Now you're not going to play or do it. So sorry. <laughs> uh, awesome. Damn. But hey, speaking of patch notes, I think that's probably what we're rolling into next because there's, there's not a whole lot of other miscellaneous news. The other things I have written down kind of tie into the patch notes. So we popped into the patch notes today, and it made me sad immediately right off the bat. Yeah, it did. Because it said, oh, it hey, the co-op loot drops over. Mm-hmm. And I was reading it at work, and it was like, oh, you still have a couple hours. And I went, no, I don't. I'm fit freaking work. Yeah. Unfortunately, I saw that as well, and it broke my heart. Because when we've been playing, those legendaries, boy, mm-hmm. just popping off. Just a wonderful sight to behold, a yeah. good feeling all around. And I'm afraid that now that that's gone and we get back on to do a little bit more, we're not going to see all those popping off. And we're not going to get that same adrenaline rush from it. So I'm a little nervous. I'm thinking maybe we can satiate or satiate, whatever, whatever. Maybe we can fill that void. That's a better way to say it. Maybe we can fill that void by going to Promethea, which is the new planet in which you're getting all the extra legendaries from. Granted, it's specific legendaries in different zones, Mm -hmm. but overall, there's still a legendary loot increase, so... But hey, it's good thinking. Maybe you're looking for a class mod and I'm looking for a shield. Maybe as we're getting those cartel goons, we bounce. All right, this this run, we're going through Electra City. Here, we're running through a little highway area. So boom, 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 boom. We can both get what we need. Get what we need, start filling out our builds so we're badasses, just like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. So it fits in perfect. I think we can make it so we still get the legendary drops, feel great, and get our characters where we want them. So... I guess it's a win-win, but I still just really wish that co-op thing was there just for all eternity, just forever. Well, maybe it'll be like all the other keys that they turned and then turned off, and then a week later they went, ah, you know what, ah, we upped the drop rates back to where we had them. But I, but I will say the one thing I do hold out hope for, not only in our cool master plan that we just came together with, but when I was playing solo, those two runs that I did through you know, the cartel stuff, I was solo Jones. I was not co-op loot dropping, and loot was just popping off all the time anyway. So I don't know if they just cranked it up for everybody, and then now it's going all the way back down. But even solo, while the co-op loot drop was active, I was still getting tons of stuff. So hopefully it just, maybe it's just a new baseline, you know? I was going to say, maybe that's just where it's at, and we won't see that big of a a decrease Mm -hmm. from just getting legendaries all the time anyway. And speaking, of course, getting legendaries... You saw that they fixed it up so that if you're playing a Mayhem 10, mm-hmm. you're getting 100% anointed legendaries all yeah. the time. There was apparently a, a bug where it was the shields, correct? That yeah, weren't it was the shields. That weren't uh, always doing it, but they got that fixed. That's popped through now. Just make sure you wait for the hot fix mm-hmm. uh, sign to come up. And if you're playing a Mayhem 10, all your legendaries that you receive will be anointed. That's crazy awesome. Yeah. So... That's just that's a no brainer. You want to maximize your build, go go on and farm an easy boss on Mayhem Ten, mm-hmm. and you can go and just rack in all those awesome legendaries and become a god. And I mean, it is the right thing to do if you're playing on the ultimate difficulty that there is at this point in the game. You should be getting 100 percent all the best gear. I mean, you really oh, yeah. should. Indeed, I agree with it wholeheartedly. And like we said uh, last week, I don't know if we'll ever go play on it. Maybe right. just to have fun for a minute and check it out and see mm-hmm. where we're at. But it'll probably never be my go-to. Yeah. I just don't like it when it's hard, difficult. And, of course, mind you, I'm sure some of you out there are like, oh, I'm 10's nothing to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, you're probably min-max. You're a crazy person who looks at all sorts of numbers and crazy things. I don't have time for all that. 
I'm glad you do, but I don't. I yeah. just look for guns that feel really good to me, do a lot of damage for me in my particular build, and I go to town. So I'll check it out just for the record, mm-hmm. but I'll probably never be there myself. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. And hey, speaking of mayhem mode, they did have a couple of alterations to some of the mayhem modifiers because they were breaking the game. They were having all kinds of issues with them. So the drone ranger and the boundary issues modifiers have been temporarily disabled. They will get back in the game at some point down the road once they fixed it. But if you if those were your two favorites, and I know drone ranger, like the enemies had healing drones around them. I'm not sure what boundary issues was. But, uh, hey, if you do want to learn up on some of those Mayhem modifiers, Mental Mars just, I believe it was today, put out his his list of his favorite Mayhem modifiers out there and little descriptions of each one and why he likes them so much. So if you want some more info on Mayhem modifiers in general, definitely shout him out. We haven't talked about Mental Mars in a while on this show, so he did some good work. Go check him out because he's a friend of the show. I agree, and I'm going to go do that because I was just thinking earlier I really need to get a list of all the different modifiers, so I can just take a peek. Because naturally playing, I'm sure we'll see them all eventually, but mm-hmm. I kind of want to know what they all are now, just so we can talk about some of the ones that are the best, some of the ones that are the worst at a later point in time. Mm-hmm. So, for the show, there you go. We'll have that up eventually. Because once we get into our little talk about our time this last Saturday playing the new DLC mm-hmm. and with the mayhem on, we'll get into reasons why I'm excited to see some of those. Oh, yeah, Definitely. But hey, speaking of that new DLC, the new event that popped out, here's one little quick bit of news that I should have put beforehand. But the Revenge of the Cartels, everybody loves it. I love it. You love it. Everyone in the world loves it. So they made a shirt for it. You get the little Revenge of the Cartels logo on it. It's at the 2K store, not at GearboxLoot.com as far as I'm aware. And then they also released the entire soundtrack for the Revenge of the Cartels DLC slash event. I believe it's on... You know, you can find it on iTunes and Spotify, YouTube, all the stuff. Go find it anywhere you can find music. Look for Revenge of the Cartels and just be rocking out to some some good bumping tunes. Oh, those are some good tunes. And of course, I'll bring it up a little bit more later. Mm-hmm. But God bless. Yes, go look at it. Go check it out because that would be awesome to rock out in my old beat up truck while I'm going back from work. <laughs> But I think other than the usual, some fixes here, some fixes there, that pretty much does it for the patch notes. There wasn't anything big for me that I pulled out of there. Any uh, any areas where you got stuck, anything they fixed for you, Eric? No, nothing that I really cared about, nothing that pertained to me that I was worried about. So, yeah. as we always tell you, if you need to know the nitty-gritty, go take a read yourself because we're not going to go read those suckers verbatim because, hey, it's just not entertaining. And I think that, that wraps up the patch notes, that wraps up the general news segment so we'll just roll on into you teased it earlier us playing on saturday us having a grand old time playing the cartels event playing around in mayhem mode maybe talking a little bit about some side quests in the in the guns love and tentacles dlc if you remember <laughs> yeah. any of them. I, was I remember one i remember the fishing quest that's I all i remember fan, yeah <laughs> i don't remember we did another one after that and i don't remember it at all so unfortunately <laughs> i'm gonna have to go back through and check it out <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't remember what that one that even was because I went through and I watched them all. You know, somebody's mm-hmm. YouTube playthrough of them, and it. I was like, okay, I I remember doing these solo and the fish man. I don't remember anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just watching them all new. So yeah, so we got carried away. We were we were the whole listen. All right, the whole the whole plot of this thing was we were gonna go 
over to the new area. We were going to finish up all the side quests. And whilst we were finishing said side quests, we were going to be killing, of course, enemies to satiate Maurice's craziness to go into the, t- you know, the, uh, war pole and do the revenge of the cartels. And we're like, this is perfect. We'll, we'll smash all the side quests. We'll do all the cartels. Man, this is a plan. This is great. Mm-hmm. And then beers were happening as we're doing it. And we kept getting into the damn cartel thing. Like it felt like, like, butter like we were just i'd pop out we do half of a quest not even half a quest Mm -hmm. and it was like oh back to the back to the revenge of the cartels and off we'd go but then by the time we got back it was getting to the point where i didn't know where we were what was going on Mm -hmm. so it was like starting to get harder to pay attention and do the quest itself yeah and then i lost track of all time and memory after the man put the giant fish on his head said he was Mm -hmm. going under and he jumped in and a big old treasure chest popped up for us and i went yay what a night this is the bestest and then i don't remember that's it it's great <laughs> i remember that because we instantly jumped back into the cartels after that mm-hmm. <laughs> we did a whole nother round and then it was just i don't know man just running through the mansion looking up and down <laughs> oh we scoured that mansion okay and here's where i want to tell you. they did such a wonderful job this mm-hmm. this zone that they created with the mansion and then of course the grounds outside mm-hmm. Fantastic, wonderful, beautifully done. It looks great. It feels great. It's not too big. It's not to where you're like annoyed and you can't get around, but it's not so small that you're like five seconds in, you're like, all right, I'm done and bored. All right, let's just be out of here. Exactly. That was one thing I really liked when we were going around looking for the bathrooms because you get the little find all the golden toilets challenge. And it was like you were upstairs and it didn't take too long to find you, but it also didn't take too short of a time. It wasn't like turn the corner. Oh, he's in the one place there is. There were a couple areas where they were a little multi-leveled or like like I said last time, little secret passages that took you up to a different spot or took you down through, you know, the the cellar and stuff. So I yeah, I really appreciate that map, the way the detail they did with it, just the just the fun look of it, and we didn't mention it last time. We talked about it while we were drunk playing the game. All the giant piles of iridium cocaine on all the desks piled up in the corners. It just it gives you that 80s vibe when you walk in mm-hmm. and you see coke all over the desk. I mean, iridium dust. Iridium dust, okay, mind you. So that was awesome. And on top of it, you get a challenge award for busting up said, mm-hmm. you know, giant mounds full of uh, iridium mm-hmm. so i was like well this is a win-win you get an iridium it feels great it looks great it keeps that 80s vibe and mm-hmm. it's a challenge award so you're gonna want to do it i think they did real good with those challenges they they took all the mini bosses and gave you some specific thing you got to do to them to mm-hmm. beat them to get an award so it's like well there you go now you're for sure going to go through a few times of each of those to get the three you need mm-hmm. And then, of course, they got the typical kill baddies. They had the, like you said, the toilets. I felt like these challenges are, you have to pay attention. You got to do specific things, but it's not, it was nothing. None of them are like, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that. I'm not even going to bother. I give up. All of them are like, well, I can do that. That's not too hard. Okay. Yeah. And I especially loved it because you see all the mini bosses as you go through. And sometimes they even spawn in when you're, when you're collecting the, the passwords and the data pieces. And then they all spawn in at the end, too. So you have so many chances. It's not like for the Bloody Harvest event where it was like, oh, get the haunted Rackman. And you'd go 10 times in a row and Rackman wouldn't come out. You're always Uh going to see these mini-bosses each run through you do. You're going to find them at some point during your run. And then I also like that they had, you know, Kill Johnny Ultraviolet on just Mayhem level 1 or above. So if you're farming your Mayhem, 
why not do it right there? You're going to get closer and closer and closer to that challenge. And, you know, as you as you farm in two, then you're going to go up to three and farm at four and five. And it's just a fun run through. So why wouldn't you do your farming there? Because enemies, legendaries, rare enemies, they're all popping off all kinds of loot everywhere. It's just It's just a really fun event and a fun area to run through, in my opinion. And I just... Adding to the go through, every time you go into like a new room, first off, there's like tons of things to see and look at. Mm-hmm. There's a couple secrets in a couple rooms dealing with like the books and the, uh, the looks and how it's all oriented and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. But as I was saying, when you go into the rooms and the baddies start coming, they're busting through walls and you're yep. going through the different waves of them. And it's always building to a new little mini boss that you're going to mm-hmm. get whom you can kill, who almost always drops a legendary. So you know, you're going to be rewarded. Mm-hmm. You know it. You're like, all right, here's a room. Some bags are starting to pop out. It's cycling up. And you're like, yep, this is fun because first off, it's fun killing things. But secondly, you know you're going to get rewarded. And third, that little mini boss is going to give you an opportunity to do the said thing for the challenge. All you got to do is like for fish slap, you just got to you gotta hit him with a melee to kill him. Mm-hmm. So you run him down, make a sheer run up, punch him, kill him. Boom, there you go. Tenderizer, I think it's kill him while he's healing, something like that. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. So you've got things to work towards, things to build up to, and a reward on top of it every single time. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned that the room with the enemies that keep coming, busting through doors, jumping off the balconies. I feel like, you know, sometimes we talk about Borderlands being too much, where, you know, we we clear a, a wave, essentially, and we see a bunch of legendaries drop, but then the next wave down the next hallway appears and, you know, aggro's to us. Everyone starts running in and we go, I just want to look at some loot. I feel like while this does have, like, different waves that come in, I feel like you get that, like, few seconds of breather to, like, orient yourself and be like, all right, the legendary is over there in that corner, and then they start coming through. So you at least get the chance to go, okay, and maybe even run over and pop, you know, pop it up real quick and say, oh, it's a transformer. And then you hear the walls coming in or them jumping down off the balcony. I feel like they paced those rooms really well. And maybe it's just because we often have that issue of just nonstop enemies can't even look at the loot. I feel like here you, you got a chance to look at that loot. You can, you can, Hmm. or you can, the, the rooms are big enough. You can run around and kite them around if you really want to, too. I agree with that. I, I felt like every time that we got to the point where it was time to collect, I was able to stop and get them and at least see what they were. Mm-hmm. And granted, to stop and actually decide whether you want to equip it or not, that requires you to, you know, hey, guys, all right, so hang on a second. Let me right, let right. me just take a peek. But to actually get them and go, hey, dude, I just totally got this or that. And then we can all stop and go, oh, that's, that's real. Cool. Hey, actually, I'd love that if you don't want it. Mm-hmm. You get to do that. And that feels good. Instead of just, I got stuff. Get to go. Oh, more things, more things, more things. Oh, it's, oh my God, it's midnight. I got to get off, man. I'll see you later. And then the next time I get on, I'm like, well, I want to play. I don't want to sit here and go through all this garbage. Sell, 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 sell. And then it kind of takes away from that, uh, that reward at the end of it. Yeah. So I feel much better this way. I like where they went with it. And of course, playing through with the three different way, not three different ways, the three different types of enemies puts a fresh spin. Yeah. You know, every time on it, it felt, it felt really good. And I thought all three were great. Mm-hmm. I think Crypto Sex were probably my, my favorite of the three, but I enjoyed all of them. I don't think I was like upset with any of them. I agree. I enjoyed, I enjoyed all of them, but I feel like I enjoyed the, uh, burnt ends a little bit more because they were, you know, they're multi bar flesh enemies and you don't get uh-huh. that a lot. Usually you got shields and armor or shields, armor and flesh. 
So I, I liked that I could actually put on my flame pistol or assault rifle. It was it's a pistol that I have, and actually leave it on incendiary and actually do good damage instead of I like the cryptosec enemies as well, but you do have to swap between shock and incendiary and kind of go back and forth because you get the different types. I kind of liked for once just here's a bunch of meat enemies, and some had shields, but mostly meat enemies. Just treat them like meat and burn them all. It felt good, because you don't, you don't get that a lot all throughout the rest of the game. I agree. I'll give you that. I did, And I enjoyed them anyway. The banter for the burn ends, peeps oh, yeah. were all good. Yeah. I thought, honestly, the banter between all three was great. Mm-hmm. I would say the the crypto sec banter was my least favorite yeah. of the three, but I just like those enemy types. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't know why. I just feel good about them. I feel like I understand their movements and where they're going to go and what's going on with them. Mm-hmm. So when I'm encountering them, I don't have too bad of an issue taking down enemies without any you know, problems. So. And I, I always love fighting the tech enemies. That's why I love the Mollywan guys. Because you get you get shields and armor, you get little robots, you get the robot dogs, you get the... Yeah, those robot dogs are awesome. You get like the little, like the... That mini boss who sends out like the little electro spectral versions of herself, and you got that little uh-huh. like net that goes out, just just looks cool and looks fun, and it looks like a futuristic '80s future tech cool thing. I loved it. I agree. So let's see. We covered that. We covered the music. We've got the environment. Oh, you know, well, duh. What about Ultraviolet himself, man? What'd you think of that boss fight? I really like the boss fight. I like that. I like that it's just, it's wild and crazy in there, but it's not so wild and crazy that you can't manage it because there's always some small enemies, there's some mini bosses, there's him running around himself. And I don't know, maybe it's because we we did kind of breeze through it. It was not a tough boss fight, but it was crazy. And that's the Borderlands that I love. I love stuff blowing up and shooting and there's a thing over there you can shoot and this and that and now traps are opening up, but it's not so hard that it's just like you have to do crazy damage on this boss or you're dead. So uh-huh. I, I really enjoy the boss fight, even his invulnerable phase. I like that you can you can kite him all around the area and he'll kind of follow you around while you are, you know, circle strafing and focusing on the mini bosses. I enjoyed it. I have a lot of fun with it. What about you? I I, I liked it as well. The traps that he sets and stuff, not mm-hmm. too hard to avoid. It's not too big of a deal. But adds a little bit of, you know, hey, pay attention, look out for this, especially if you want that challenge. Going mm-hmm. back to that, don't get touched by the traps. Uh, the turrets up top, you know, we talked about those. I don't mind them. They're shooting down, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. But the problem with them, as you said, was when they drop their loot, the loot is stuck up there. Granted, you'll be able to go back to your mailbox and get it. Right. But in the moment, it's not fun to look up and see several legendaries sitting up there and you're like, oh, darn, I just really want those right now so I can celebrate even more. But mm-hmm. I guess I'll do it when I go to Sanctuary. Okay. So hopefully they can fix that one little problem. Just have it so it... I don't know, somehow clips through and comes down. Yeah, just make it make it like a like an invisible slope that kind of cuts yeah. through it. So when the loot drops, it just slides down. It just slides low. down. Yeah. That would fix that. But yeah, I think that's the that's the only part of that boss fight that's I mean, it doesn't give me trouble, but it, you have to you do have to stop and make sure you're not hitting the shield at a certain point. So that's the that's the one thing where you can't just run around and be crazy like I love doing in Borderlands. But I think goes down well at least for us goes down like that so it's not a big mm-hmm. concern which I'm I'm glad for so they did I like it there I like the boss fight they did it well I like it 
Yeah, it was a fun a ton, uh, fun a ton. It was a fun a ton, everybody. <laughs> Woo! It was a ton of fun. I like the chaos of it as well. Mm-hmm. I do think that uh, when we go back through there, I want to ramp it up to Mayhem probably four. Yeah. Because I feel like that's going to be that sweet spot. I feel like that's going to be where it's still we're just blowing things up and being mad crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think at two, we were smoking things. Yeah. I mean, we were smoking it. So I want to ramp it up just a little bit to where they they come out at you and not kill us all the time and annoy the hell out of us trying to constantly revive Second Wind it, but just enough to where they get a few more hits on them. And I think that'll be the sweet spot for me because mm-hmm. I enjoyed myself, and especially since we were drinking beers, I really enjoyed it. Uh-huh. But I think uh, especially the first few rounds through, ramping it up a couple notches just to get that extra bite in there. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I mean, the fact that we were – Let's see, we did it the first time just without thinking about challenges. The second time, we beat Joey Ultraviolet in under three minutes, which was also a challenge, and we were getting, we we're going up that hill of drinking beers. So, I mean, that does show that we were basically smashing it the whole the whole way. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely down with cranking it up a little bit, seeing how seeing how, how much better we get, how much better loot we get, and then just uh, putting a little bit more challenge on the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I think that covers it. Environment was great. Mm-hmm. Ramp up the cool. I even like the little drop just to get down to the villa there. Yeah, you know? yeah. When you do the little slide drop in, it gives you the it gives you the Bowser door thing. It's like oh, you're mm-hmm. gonna slide through the thing. Nope, and it does it every time. And I'm just like, I smile every time. I'm just like, yeah, because mm-hmm. he's like, it, screw it you. It feels Boop. good. Yeah, it feels right. I enjoy it. I appreciate everything about it. And then, like I said, just the music is just bumping. Mm-hmm. We typically play our own tunes. But when I'm in there, I was perfectly fine just listening to the game and having yeah. a good time. So kudos to all of you at Gearbox. Everybody who put in some effort here, threw something on there. Y'all did great. I can't wait to get back in. This event goes until June something or rather. Yeah, I think it's like June 5th or 7th. One of the one of the early June days. June 4th. June there we 4th. go. There June go. 4th. It goes till June 4th, so you got plenty of time. You got a whole freaking month and then some to get in there and get those 18 challenges completed for the heads, the skins, etc., etc., mm-hmm. or just get whatever legendaries you're hunting for. Because remember, everybody, once this event goes, those legendaries go with it until it comes back around the next year, unless everybody tries to do something nice like they did with the COVID-19 event uh-huh. and just give it to you all for free. So, uh, But I don't foresee us having COVID-19 Part 2, so I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take your chances with it. Get in there and get them now while you can. And definitely get that Atlas gun, because that... That gun is a killer. It is, it is it is a monster. And I and I love the secondary fire. It's you got a little floaty gun friend. It's there's nothing beats that. You have a pet skag and then you have a pet gun. It's the best. So yeah, everybody jump in, have yourself a blast in that. Get in there and have a blast. And speaking of blasting, we're blasting off cuz this episode is in the books. But while we're still on that rocket ship to the moon, you guys can still reach out to us with some feedback, comments, questions, concerns. If you just want to say hi, send that to us via email info at thirdshift.me, tweet at us at thirdshiftme, and find us on Facebook under Third Shift. You can indeed find us on Facebook. And also, while you're out there in space, hey, put out a signal, see if you can get, get the Firehawk on the line for us, tell us where she is so we can just, you know, skip all the goo and go find her and get this all ended up. Or hey, maybe even see if Scooter somehow survived out there you know we 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 put up a, we put up a memorial for him we assume he's dead but you know what he's he's an elusive little bastard and he might still have figured out a way that rocket's just gonna come back around it's gonna bust through the billboard he's gonna be riding it with a cowboy hat Yeehaw! 
That'd be cool. And if it was like his bones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm down with that. That's a good one. <laughs> that, that, that's pretty good. I like it. But amidst doing all that, searching for the Firehawk and such, you can also search for us on the Patreon. Hey, we treat that sucker like a tip jar. Hopefully you like what you're hearing, like what we're doing. Get a giggle, get a chuckle every once in a while. And if you do, consider throwing a buck in. Two bucks in, three bucks in. Hey, if you do the three bucks, you get a cool little tier, get you all sorts of cool things, all mm-hmm. that. If you do the million bucks, <laughs> well, we'll change our lives and open up a food line and do all sorts of crazy things like babies in jars, unpatented cold cocks. Yeah, I don't know. There's lots of stuff. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's because you haven't listened to enough episodes. Yeah, it's a whole rigmarole, everybody. All right? <laughs> Either way, consider throwing us anything. It helps keep the show, the lights on, all the things running. If you can't, that's fine. You can interact with us. Mailbag questions, Talented Tuesday, challenges, uh, subscriptions and follows on the Twitch, on the Twitters, on the Facebooks, all those things. All of it helps us. All of, us, uh, all of it lets us know you're there listening and having a good time while doing so. Oh, or, or just an actual... Five-star feedback. That's great, too. Mm-hmm. We feed off those, in case you don't know, here on the show. It's part of our lifeblood. Without them, hey, we might turn into all those other shows that have disappeared and become a five-star. Don't want to do that. So you guys need to feed us. Come on. Otherwise, I'll have to feed myself, and you don't want that. And speaking of feeding us, this show appears in your podcast feed, because this podcast drops every Friday, so the next episode will be there in your feed on the 8th of May, and you can check that out on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and on YouTube. And as I always say, if you like what we're doing and you'd like to help us out, please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. Indeed we do, we appreciate those five stars, as I mentioned before. Consider heading over there and throwing them a way that we can get right up in the ratings, go really high, and be superstars. Pew, 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 and we'll go into space, too, and search for the Firehawk, just like we told you to do while you're up there in your rocket ship. And with that, guys, it's time for us to go away and fade amongst the stars with a, hey, don't forget to Shut up and sit down. Bowie's in space. Bowie's in space. What you doing out there, man? Copyright claim. No. (laughs) No, no, it it wasn't three seconds. It was fine. (laughs) It was broken up.